0: Alright, how you doing everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. Usually, I'm a big fan of the Summer Olympics, especially the track and field events, but with the Tokyo Games now less than two weeks away, I've lost my appetite. And then, really giving me big-time indigestion this past week was the blatant hypocrisy spewing out of the mouth of NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. And what really bothers me is that I'm a fan of Silver's, but it is what it is. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. All right, the first thing, I'm going to get to Adam Silver and the NBA later on in this podcast. But what I really want you to get a load of right now is, you know, the Olympic Games less than two weeks away. And already, and you know it's going to happen, especially in the times that we live in and and the divide with the left and the right. It started with this hammer thrower, Gwen Berry, Gwen Berry, who before she pulled her stunt, Nobody, nobody, but nobody, but nobody would have known who she is. Nobody. But Gwen Barry, for some of you who maybe have been sleeping under a rock, Gwen Barry at the Olympic trials um, in Oregon, um, she came in third in the women's hammer throw. Okay, great. So then she, she got all pissed off Really, that's what it was. She got all pissed off and turned away when the national anthem was playing. Now, again, folks, this is to make the United States Olympic team. You got me? It's to make the United States Olympic team. All right? And, you know, let me ask you this, for example. Do any of you know who Deanna Price is? If Deanna Price came up and kissed you on the lips, would you know who she is? If she came up and introduced herself to you, would you know who she is? No, you wouldn't. But she was the one who broke her own world record in the hammer throw to make the Olympic team. But she wasn't the story because Gwen Berry made herself the story. And Gwen Berry's comments were, my purpose and my mission is bigger than sports. Well, that's fine. If that's your purpose and your mission, and it's bigger than sports, then give up your sports and go do it. And certainly, do not accept any funding or anything from the United States Olympic team. Or from... USA, track and field. Don't accept anything. Don't accept any funding. If you don't want to be part of it, fine, get lost. As as you like to say, that's your right. So give it up. It really pisses me off. Because here we are, we're coming into games. And folks, we're not just coming into games that these are the not the 2021 games. They're really the 2020 games because they had to be Cancelled last year or postponed. We're coming off a horrible time. We're coming off a horrible pandemic. Millions of lives worldwide have been lost. There aren't going to be any fans, international or local, in Tokyo. You're trying to get something. These athletes worked hard. They want to feel good. Let them be in the limelight without the controversy. And I'll tell you, this Gwen Berry thing, you know, all through that business with Colin Kaepernick, even though I I loathe what he did, I thought it was, uh, quite frankly, calculated uh, and, uh, you know, had an agenda, and the agenda wasn't for the good of the people, the agenda was for his own pocket, but I don't want to get on Colin Kaepernick now. But the one thing, even though I, I loathe what he did, and anybody else taking a knee, because I wouldn't have done it that way if I was protesting, I accepted and respected their right to protest. I did. But I have to tell you, I'm coming around and changing my mind. And i thought about it. And I thought about it a long, long time. And it becomes an ongoing debate. But when you think about it, I can't do that. I can't protest on my company's time. When I'm doing my Giants pregame shows and all the years when I'm I'm hosting a, a, um, you know, the nightly sports for 35 years, I couldn't just come on and say anything I wanted. And, and believe me, I'm a guy who's got a fair bit of latitude. You know, I got, I got a long uh, string, long rope. I got plenty of rope. But I can't just do anything and say anything I want. They, I don't think they let me come on uh, when I'm doing my giant shows wearing a certain uh, pin or button representing one issue as opposed to another. I don't stand for this or I stand for that. And many of you people can't do that on your company's time. You know why? Because it's your company's dime. And I have to say this too. If an employer doesn't want you to do it, he's got a legitimate reason if it's bad for business. And you know what? These protests are bad for business. But I'm not even talking about the business here. I'm talking about the hypocrisy of it. And and it just stinks. It stinks to high hell. It, it's disgusting. You don't want to be part of the U.S. Olympic team. You know what, Gwen Berry? Then get your ass off leave. No, that's your bigger mission. You made your point. Everybody knows how you feel. You brought light to it by finishing third, not winning. So you're done. Goodbye. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. Really? it's a, To me, it's as simple as that. It's not a complicated issue. You're there at the United States Olympic trials to make the Olympic team and you're protesting. And, and you think this was calculated. They want, she, she really thought that there was, I quote, there was a large conspiracy to play the national anthem at the exact time that I was on the bronze uh, finishing podium. Finishes podium. Are, are you kidding me? This is the, the, the hammer thrower. We're gonna make sure. We're gonna make. We're gonna stick it up her poop. How stupid can this be? But you know, then what happens? Then you get the left buying into it. Now it's no longer just something that happened at a sporting event. See, as I said, nobody, nobody. You haven't seen Deanna Price's name mentioned any place. She was the winner. When all this. Crap went down. You never saw Deanna Price's name mentioned except maybe in the first picture, the first photo. That's it. How come? Because it was all about, that's what we want. What do I always say, folks? Good news doesn't sell. Bad news, black, white sells. Race sells. There you go. It sold. And everybody bought into it. Then the left jumped on it. And that was that. So, so that was Gwen Berry. Then you have the Shakari Richardson situation. For those of you who do not, uh, for whatever reason, are not familiar, again, maybe you've been sleeping under a rock. Shakari Richardson, she won the uh, one hundred meters in the in the women's one hundred meters, uh, qualified in a time of uh, ten ten point eight two seconds. Ten point eight two seconds. Twenty-one years old, good chance to go, you know, and win an Olympic gold. And you know, she's she's got a following and she's popular. She's got the long fingernails and the long eyelashes. Great. After she won, she tested positive for pot for marijuana. She gets a one month suspension. Because she gets the one-month suspension, she's out of the Olympics. Now, you're scratching your head, and I was scratching my head. Why? I mean, I mean, for pot, for crying out loud, in this world today, we're making pot legal. Whether you or I, whether you agree with it, I agree with it, that's what's being done. So if that's being done, why Is there a different set of rules? Well, I'm not here to dispute that. I I think the rules need to be addressed by the IOC, the International Olympic Committee. But the rules and the rule on smoke and pot was not a hidden rule. It was out there for the athletes to be aware of it. And guess what? The only person not complaining. I wish Shakiri Richardson was running. I genuinely feel bad for her. Okay, I I sincerely do. But guess what? Shakiri Richardson is the only one not complaining. Shakiri Richardson said, "Yeah, I knew the rule and I did what I did." And she's not whining. She's not going on this place and that place saying, look what they did to me. Look what they did to me. Look what they did to me. This is racist. This is this. This is that. But yet, the left side, the politicians, <laughs> oh, oh, baby, let me jump in this. My, what, what am I dear? I say this sarcastically. Ugh, do I despise her? Alexandria Ocasio Cortez one of the four, one of the squad, okay? This came out when she was suspended, when Richardson was suspended, and AOC comes out with, the criminalization and banning of cannabis is an instrument of racist and colonial society. Yep, it's all about Shakari Richardson being black. This is the country that we're living in today, and and you know, I wanted to come on today. I wanted to come on today because t- today's you know we're at the all star break. I wanted to talk baseball a little of this, little of that, but this stuff has really gotten under my skin because it just it just doesn't go away. It just does not go away. Again, folks, I feel bad for Shakari Richardson. I really genuinely do. I I think the rule has to be addressed. By the way, and then when people are taking shots of the International Olympic Committee, by the way, the representative, I don't know her name, but the representative for the United States on the International Olympic Committee happens to be a black woman. Just a little sidebar. You hear me talk about the race baiting all the time. You cannot get away with it, uh, Away from it. It's rampant. It does not go away. The left will jump on at, and you know what? I, I hate to say this. I I, I got to start correcting myself, and I, I might as well do it right now. I don't like saying the left because when I say the left, it seems that that encompasses. The entire Democratic Party. And that's not fair. Just as it's not fair what many, many, a large portion of the left do, they generalize everything from the right. And again, I'm getting into that area where th- there's no discussion, there's no talk, there's no anything in our society today. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. But if you want to be on the Olympic team, you got to abide by rules. And until the rules get changed, those, them there are the rules. Like, I really, I feel terrible for Shakiri Richardson. I couldn't give a shit about Gwen Berry. You know what Gwen Berry's making me do? She's making me watch the event to hope that she loses. And you know what? That sucks. Because I'm an American. I want to root for the USA. But I can't root for her because she's rooting against me. So screw her. You don't want to be part of the the, the USA? You don't want to be part of the USA's team? You don't want to take part in the events, then get your ass off. See, in this country, you have the right to do that. You have the right to make up your own mind, you dope. Yeah. When we talk about, you're not a slave to the U.S. team. You don't want to be on it? Walk. Simple as that. No one's going to hold you. No one's going to grab you by your neck, your hands. Nobody's going to put you in chains and in bondage. You're free to go. So go. And again, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. But I will say one good thing. Now that I've said that, I am going to say one good thing, one very good thing about the Olympic team. I'm very impressed, before I get into what I'm not impressed with, I'm very impressed with the players on the U.S. Olympic men's basketball team. You know why? There's been a lot of issues, as you well know, playing in the bubble last year and BLM, and you know how I feel about that, and the protests and everything else. But you know what? These players, and they just had a compacted season grueling season and listen the NBA finals are still going on but you know what these players you know LeBron James was complaining I you know I discussed this with you before LeBron James was complaining yeah the guys are gonna get hurt and this is unfair and the, the the length of the season and I told you blah 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 well you know what I guess they're not all listening to LeBron James how grueling the season was because here they are getting off of a grueling season and they're going. And all except one, they're all black except one, Kevin Love, which I'm going to get to him in a second too. But they're all playing. And listen, Kevin Durant of the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant was coming off a year of injury uh, from last year to this year, he, he, he dealt with various injuries. He dealt with COVID. Played his ass off. Played his ass off. Uh, in the NBA playoffs, subsequently lost to the Atlanta Hawks. But played his ass off. Put the team on my back and said, let's go, man, let's go. It was unbelievable. He's playing. Chris Middleton. And Drew Holiday, who play, both play for the Milwaukee Bucks. They're playing right now. They're going. Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns, he's playing right now. He's going. And it's, you know, they're going. So I applaud them. I applaud them for being their own men. I applaud them for going out and wanting to be part of the Olympic team. I And I pray, as I sit here with you, with my fingers crossed, that they play without incident. It's about the games. It's about going and, and winning for Team USA, because that's what's on your uniform. It's winning for your teammates, going and playing the game. So I hope that's what it's about. As I say, and take a sigh and keep my fingers crossed and hope it remains about winning and playing and nothing else. Gun to my head, would I bet on that being the case? <laughs> no, but I just hope so. But there were some other incidents which I'm going to get into right now. For example... Jalen Rose, former NBA player, Jalen Rose, now a member of the media, is on TV, on radio. Jalen Rose said that the NBA picked Kevin Love, who's a talented, you know, multiple-time all-star NBA veteran. He said the NBA sent Kevin, um, Kevin Love to the Olympics... Because they didn't want to send an all-black team. All right? Jalen Rose is black. Now, let's be honest with you and me and one another. And Jalen Rose later was, I'm entitled to my opinion, but I don't want to disrespect the NBA. Okay, but you disrespect Kevin Love. Folks, what do you think would have happened had a white, had Jalen Rose been white and said something like that about a black player? How, how how about if a white player, a white broadcaster, how about if Russ Salzburg said, you know what, they just sent this black player because... They had to send a black person. I would be out of a job. I would be out of a job. Hmm. I didn't see Adam Silver say anything about that. Not one bit. Adam Silver, of course, being the NBA commissioner. But uh, Adam Silver... Well, he didn't say anything about that. He was getting himself in the news. Yep, he was getting himself in the news. I don't know if you heard the situation, if everybody, you know, you you know the story with Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor. Well, long story short, in in case you don't know, Rachel Nichols works for ESPN, as does Maria Taylor. Uh, Rachel Nichols... Within a conversation over a year ago, so there's a lot of dopes in this mess. Uh, over a year ago, Rachel Nichols was made a was in a phone conversation, and the phone conversation was subsequently, recently leaked. And you know she was pissed off because she was worried about losing her position to Maria Taylor, who is black, is African American, and in her conversation, I'm just paraphrasing, it was she felt that this was about a diversity move. And she claimed uh, Rachel Nichols did that. Look, look, I'm a woman, so I know all about diversity. Okay. Well, I'll also say this. I don't know what's going to happen with Rachel Taylor from ESPN or wherever, but I do know this. I'll bet you... If Rachel, what I say, Rachel Taylor, I apologize. It's Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor. If Rachel Nichols was Russ Nichols or Robert Nichols, I'll bet you Russ or Robert would have lost their jobs. Woman, it's a different story, and I'm not convinced that Rachel is out of uh, danger here. And and I don't want Rachel to lose her job. I, de- I I've seen Rachel many a time in locker rooms over the years. Does good work. I I applaud Rachel, and ditto for Maria Taylor. But here we go. We got another black-white issue. Now this was not just created, you know, out of the blue. The conversation was there, so it happened. But what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, NBA commissioner, NBA commissioner put his two cents in. And NBA commissioner said that careers shouldn't be erased by a single comment. Adam Silver careers shouldn't be erased by a single comment. He was defending Rachel Nichols. I'm going to quote. I think part of the problem is that when people can't get in a room and seemingly uh, and talk through these issues, this seemingly has festered now for a full year, which that's ESPN's fault. I would have thought that in the past year, maybe through some incredibly difficult conversations, that ESPN would have found a way to be able to work through it. Obviously not. He's right about that. But he says that careers shouldn't be erased by a single comment. He's right about that. But, oh, Commissioner, oh, Czar of Basketball, oh, how the hypocrisy stinks. As soon as this happened, I thought about it. Folks, are you familiar with... uh, Grant Napier. Grant Napier was a guy, and, and I, as soon as this happened, I thought about it, and then, quite frankly, I read about it yesterday in uh, the New York Post and Phil Moschnick's column, because he brought out somebody else. But I'm just going to bring up this. Grant Napier was not just anybody For 30, over 30 years, I think it was 32 years, Grant was the TV voice of the NBA Sacramento Kings. All right? Napier was fired. Why was he fired? Because last year he was replying uh, to a tweet about BLM. BLM is Black Lives Matter. You know what? This Grant Napier had the balls, the audacity to do. He had the balls to tweet, all lives matter, every single one. And he was fired. The far left race baiting yahoos jumped all on it, couldn't forgive him, he's a racist, this, that, and he's gone. A career is over. A career is over. Where were you, Adam Silver, then, that saying a career shouldn't be erased by a single comment? First of all, that comment was not racist. I say it all the time. All lives do matter. Sorry, if you say, if somebody says all lives do matter, not only black lives, not only green lives, not only yellow lives, blue lives, pink lives, whatever, that doesn't make you a racist. But what have I been saying? Depends who you are and what you are and what gender you are. I firmly believe Rachel Nichols would have been gassed already if she was a man. And I don't want that to happen to her. I don't. But that's the hypocrisy and the double standard that we live in today. And the NBA, and when Adam Silver came out with this, I mean, this is not some dope, okay? He's not. He's an extremely bright man. But man, he's been stumbling for a long time. You've heard me talk about it many times, about, you know, letting people get away with with comments and racist comments and anti-Semitic comments, such as King James, LeBron James. LeBron went unscathed. Grant Napier says, all lies matter, every single one, and he's gone. How about that? All lives matter, every single one, and he's gone. You're going to tell me that's worse than when LeBron James was tweeting out about, yeah, get that Jewish money, everything is kosher. Which one is more offensive? Now, obviously, they're going to dump some (laughs) voice of a team. They're not going to dump... One of the greatest players of all time. Double standard hypocrisy. It never, ever ends. It is absolutely disgraceful. Really is. Here we are. We're less than two weeks away from the games. You got to deal with race baiting. You got to deal with racist issues. The, The, you know, Commissioner comes out with <laughs> a, a career shouldn't be erased but for a single comment, yet careers have been erased and he's done nothing about it. But this, what Rachel Nichols said was okay. It, it Really, I'm embarrassed for Adam Silver. He should be better than this. And, and that's also... Folks, what I've said many times about this race-baiting world that we live in, everybody is afraid. They're scared shitless. That's right. They're totally scared shitless. And that it's the same thing, I believe, that with leagues, with companies. Oh, if, if, if we don't, you know, if we don't bow down, we're going to get killed. So that's what happens. And I understand the business of the NBA, but you can't be a hypocrite if you're going to be the man in charge. You got to show some balls and leadership. And this goes back to China, with the comments, of, you know, with the issues that they had with China, with Daryl Morey fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. He was ostracized. It's terrible. Adam Silver, what are you doing? You're going to say. A career shouldn't be erased for a single comment. You've done some of the erasing, my friend. And, and a man in your position, you could have pleaded for sanity. You could have done something about it, but you didn't. So shame on you and shame on the NBA. But like I said, rather than leave on a negative, I'm going to leave on a positive and applaud the players going to play for the United States Olympic team, mind you, coming off an unbelievable upset by Nigeria in an exhibition game this past weekend was it ninety to eighty-seven? I mean, everybody wasn't there, but nonetheless, you, you shouldn't be losing to Nigeria. Who Nigeria did have like seven NBA players, but you shouldn't be losing to Nigeria. But I'm gonna still applaud the NBA players because they have come across, come off a tough season, compacted season. To me, they showed to me that they're their own men. They didn't listen to nonsense. They didn't buy into what LeBron James was selling, and they're going to compete for the United States Olympic team. Good for them. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do it on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can also always check out my website at russsalzberg.com. I want to thank uh, my home here at believe.com because as you know, folks, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, as always, I got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye bye, so long, and farewell. See you next week. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie?